0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to What's On Joe Mind. It's the team stream. It's Thursday night. It's 9 p.m. You didn't have anything better to do. Don't look at us that way. I'm Mike Rizzieri. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and joining me, you can see we got a full house, a fuller house than normal. But we will start off with the usual suspects. Joining me immediately next next to me, the yes. <laughs> ah, hot Mark Weber.
1: What's up? Look, now with more bandolier. Yeah.
0: Getting my yes. Halloween on today. I, I put the word out to our other hosts to dress for Halloween and then uh, decided not to do it myself because it's fun that way.
1: I think it's pretty much undisputed that I'm the
0: second best cosplayer on What's on Joe
1: Mind. Very solidly there in that silver medal position. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Absolutely. Pretty much unthreatened and
0: unthreatening, so I'm good. It's not like we're it's not like we're sitting around with uh, noted author James Cavanaugh in the house or anything. Notice we haven't got we haven't had Cavanaugh on since I've been here, right? Yeah. No, or, I, I yeah. guess we haven't. Yeah. Hold on
1: to that silver medal, baby. <laughs> Box it out, James Cavanaugh. We had Sarah on one. Oh, so that was a rough week for me, but yeah, but
0: that, that was before we went video too. So that was wait. She was filling in for Joe, I think. Mm-hmm. She was. Still number two. That's it. I mean, I we don't know Paul Aller's cosplay game, so you maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Who does number two work for? That's what I'm
1: talking
2: about.
0: <laughs> Back from assignment. It's Joe Colton. Hi, everybody! And uh, Joe, why don't you fill everybody in on what that assignment was?
2: I got married. Now,
0: applause! Applause! You get one of those light-up signs.
1: William can vouch for that, right? (laughs) Yeah,
3: it was very nice until it got very cold. Yeah, Uh, William is on
0: the William is on the list of folks. Close enough to Joe to to not have to deal with the the online portion of the of the reception.
1: Uh, I didn't God. clear. I didn't clear this with anybody. But can I run a short clip from Joe's wedding? Is everybody oh cool? with that? Here you go. Ready? Three, two,
2: one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's what. Uh, That's what the view was like for Mark and I and several others. It was a a lovely ceremony.
2: Truly, (laughs) they told us until like well after the ceremony, like they thought we were gonna like panic or me freak out. Um, Not you. (laughs) But yeah, so I they were like after the reception, no, after the ceremony, we were eating, and then the girls came up to me and were like, "Don't panic." We just have something to tell you, and I was like, "Did someone die? Is somebody hungry? Did did the food was was the food not good?" And they were like, "No, the Zoom meeting didn't work." And I was like, "But everybody's okay."
0: (laughs) Because as a rule, no phrase causes panic more than "Don't panic." Yeah, Yeah. right.
1: Just trying to try to keep.
2: uh, It was also bad because Maggie like was holding my hands and was like, "Don't panic." And I was like, did someone die? Is the food bad? Did someone get sick? She's like, no. <laughs>
0: just just uh, the only deaths were the, the creepy fanboys from Losertown. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I did get a lot of PMs saying there are creepy fanboys that are crying right now. I didn't get to see those until after. It was kind of hilarious.
1: Because the one thing they respect is the bonds of holy
0: matrimony. Yeah,
2: right.
3: yeah. yeah.
0: The, these are the same people that you need to be getting to subscribe to the show that's true
3: plug yeah, the damn show
0: Yeah, plug it for real thank you gentlemen and uh, we'll take that as the opportunity we'll, we'll let Joe talk about the wedding a little more, a bit more later on but let's get the get our other fine guests introduced uh, you can see him down down below this part of the screen here uh, another of Joe's army of GI Joe cosplayers and a a uh, pronounced and noted gamer, William J, is on the program for the first time.
3: Hey, everybody! Golf plan. Happy, Happy to be here.
0: So, uh, William, you will be giving us uh, giving us your thoughts on the new GI Joe Operation Blockout
3: we we'll biased and unbiased. Very um,
0: balanced. balanced. No, we don't want to go there.
1: <laughs> Too very and, balanced.
0: And also joining us this evening, down in, in yonder corner. This never gets old for me, by the way. Never. <laughs> Aaron Tietrich is on the show. Mr. Roma Collectibles. <laughs>
2: My con husband. Yay!
0: <laughs> You're gonna <to> confuse everybody. <laughs> You're gonna confuse everybody. That's fair. Yeah, that's that true. And uh Aaron will Aaron has, has a special event coming up himself, and we will get to that uh in a little bit as well. So hang on. We have uh we'll have we'll have question and answer time I'm sure with with both of these gentlemen concerning both of their projects as well as question and answers for joe concerning her wedding
3: that, that was a public too the yeah. to
0: yes for for the record joe did not become aaron's second wife <laughs> that did not happen i know that was a rumor but that that did not I believe Aaron's first wife just said something to say about that, and that's probably good that we didn't hear. No, nope,
4: don't, <laughs> don't put
0: you on. Her. <laughs> She's out. He's out. See, now we we see where
1: She'll
0: we see <laughs> we see where we we rate here at what's on. Right. <laughs> our 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 former former co-hostess with the co-hostess. She's okay,
2: I'm not, shunning I'm- us. I'm not wearing makeup, so
3: this is for your protection. Neither
0: am I. <laughs> Neither is Aaron. Ne- yeah. I mean, the only the only person with makeup today is William. Yes.
3: <laughs> I, you, I was hoping you wouldn't say anything, but
0: look, it, it's professional level, man. You have to say something. That's
3: cool, that's cool.
0: It's quality. It's quality work. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, good good evening to everybody in the uh, in the live stream. We are, are happy to see you. Thank you for joining us. And you will be the first to see the official William J. review of GI Joe Operation Blackout. So, William, uh, give, give us a little bit of a... You haven't been on the program as a guest before, so like give everybody a little bit of uh, your background and then talk about the game.
3: Sure. Oh, I've really only been on the program in the comment section harassing the host, so this is weird. Um, <laughs> I, got, I got... Yeah, I'll just talk about I've really only been on the program. Myself. Oh, I can hear myself in the echo. That's going to be fun. Okay. Uh, I got pulled into G.I. Joe, like, l- a little later in life. It wasn't something I was too into growing up because when I was growing up, the G.I. Joes that were on the pegs were the wonderful Eco Force and late Battle Force and like early 90s stuff, it was towards the end of the run. And if I wanted colorful stuff, I I opted for Batman or Power Rangers. So G.I. Joe was not something that caught my mind until I met one Joe Colton, who I did not realize was spelled J-O-E, not J-O. Um, one day she met me at a Star Trek convention. So she knew I liked dressing up and she said, do you want to be part of a sea of blue? And when you hear something like that, how can you really say no? I didn't really know what she talked about, but little did I know a couple months later, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia dressed like a Cobra Trooper and I'm marching in like 96, 95 degree weather and full fatigue. So, you know, that was fun. And it was like, that's not even sarcastic. Before I knew it, I was going to uh, JoeCon and started buying Joe's and here I am now talking about a video game. So. she did something right,
0: or or uh, you know, helped enable a deep, deep rooted uh, disease.
3: I don't want to talk about how much I spent on cosplay and shows alone. Like, I, I feel bad just thinking about the number. Oh god. Yeah, don't do
0: it. Don't don't yeah. don't do it. Mm-hmm. You're still making the rent, right?
3: Oh. like All you right. can see my fridge right now.
0: I mean, that's that's, that's fine. Then. That's funny it's good so long as the roof is still overhead you're you're making enough
3: I mean it's somebody else's floor so it has to be up there
0: A minimum of holes So anyways William you are also an avid gamer
3: that's fair to say I did not have a babysitter growing up I had a Nintendo 64 so
0: <laughs> fantastic what uh, what type of games do you play the most?
3: Oh god. That's uh it depends on the era. Like when I was a kid I was really into platformers, I kind of stuff, Mario, so it was pretty much like my big go-to. High school and college was around the time uh Smash Brothers came out, so I really started getting into fighting games for a little bit. I did some driving games, but <laughs> after that it became all about first person shooters for a long time. And now it's pretty much almost anything. Like if it's good I'll play it. And if it's not, I'll still play it. But I just won't go back to it.
0: <laughs> if if it's good, you'll play it, and if it's bad, then clearly still the,
3: it. Will, the William mean,
0: the William J. Rub will make it good. Is what it is.
3: it all depends really on the subject matter. Because there's stuff like um, Mobile Suit Gundam's a big thing from Japan, and they've had a lot of video games, and most of them range from mediocre to barely good. But I take it as a badge of honor to become great at those shitty games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. So we'll, we'll get started here with Operation Blackout. Uh, clearly, your favorite character is Duke, and he's all over oh, the, yeah. the promo material for this game. So I'm going to guess you played as Duke most often.
3: So I'll start by saying the basic thing about the game is um and we'll do like chapter breakdowns later on but the big thing about the game is that it doesn't really give you when you're playing the story mode it only lets you pick out of certain group certain characters you can't pick one character all the way through the story that's not how the way the story's set up so okay. they took they actually took duke away from me and it's almost proper because i feel like he's been kidnapped and i'm like well that's just part for the course at this point so I don't know where he is in the story mode, because I haven't, full disclosure, I've like 80% through the game, but I haven't actually finished all of it.
0: Okay. And and Duke is not, still not there. You're like three quarters done. Ooh. He
3: is in the first level, and then he's gone. And he hasn't shown up again. I assume huh. he's in some kind of Cobra Sports Dome fighting a giant or something. I don't know.
0: Or it, maybe it's based on Paul Aller's book, and he's just dead. Right?
3: I hope not. He or showed maybe, up in- maybe
1: Diana Davis came by and took him out of your game.
3: I'm wearing a Diana Davis shirt right now. There you go. Yep. Yeah.
0: Wearing your your unofficial Duke Duke shirt. Oh my god. That's a lot of Duke on this show.
3: I had someone once walk up to me and tell me, like, "Isn't that illegal egotistic of you to just like make a shirt with your own face on it?" Nice.
0: <laughs> nice.
3: Nice. I went to Joe I, I Joe was introducing me to someone. It might have been noted author James himself. And I don't remember I don't remember if it was him or not, but whoever it was, I got introduced as Willem J. I was wearing my Duke outfit. The person eyed me up and down, nodded, said I had a good head mold and walked away. <laughs>
2: not creepy at all.
3: That was all to joke on. So and I went back. I didn't miss one after that. I made it to the last four, so
0: there you go. Yeah. There you go. And uh, for the record, See? that's not really enough, Duke. See <laughs> at some point at some point Diana Davis
1: is gonna go into her front room, look at the life size Duke mannequin and go, where'd that
3: bandolier go? <laughs> <laughs> it's took me forever so yeah. It took me forever to find a good bandolier for my outfit. So yeah, I still haven't
0: found one, obviously, but it'll <laughs> do. It'll do. Short, short notice on a podcast makes it work. Got to hold on to that silver medal, baby.
3: Exactly.
0: We, we got to keep that level of cheesiness high. It's like when, Sa- like when Saturday Night Live starts throwing the, the dummies around to simulate people jumping off of stuff. That's the level we, we don't want to get past i want to keep it under that.
1: Oh, yeah. this is, this is confusing, man.
0: It's all backwards, man. It's all backwards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Weird. So, William, get us started on Operation Blackout.
3: I'll get us started. Um, I'll start off with talking quickly about the story of Operation Blackout. The name is good because it's pretty uh, on the nose about the whole concept. Long story short, the concept starts right off the bat. Cobra has some kind of super weapon device that creates a worldwide blackout, and they take advantage of that window to pretty much take out most of the Joes and military forces that are able to take them out. And then throughout the rest of the game, you play as little sporadic little pockets of Joes that are left over trying to pretty much come back from like the gutter and defeat Cobra, even though they're basically taking over the White House, Cobra Commander sitting in the Oval Office, and That's pretty much the entire story. You do little pockets of resistance and you do like little two-man teams and go to different parts of the world and fight and try to infiltrate bases and collect intel on how is it that they actually created this blackout and how is it that you're going to be able to stop it?
1: So wait, there's a brutal evil tyrant in the White House in this game? Oh, yes. It's a little far-fetched, don't you think?
3: Yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm like, when was the last? Because like it sounded familiar. And I'm like, when have I seen this before? And I'm like, I know. It happened in the movie. That's why I know it.
0: Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> it must have been a movie. I
1: like that Cobra, Cobra's big plot in this one that will finally win is we're going to make a big super weapon.
3: Well, thinking about it, I was thinking about it right before, um, right before we got online. And it it struck me that the concept of the the story of the video game is nothing new to G.I. Joe. Because Resolute, which is my favorite G.I. Joe project, that was kind of the whole concept of that one. They had a big super weapon that pretty much knocked the Joes on their butts, and then they had to, like, come back from that and to fight. And kind of Renegade was more or less the same thing, except there was no one super weapon. It was a Cobra corporation, but still. And... Also, I want to say, isn't the new G.I. Joe comic book kind of like that? Cobra's already taken over the world, and G.I. Joe are basically resistance fighters. So I was like, yeah. it's, not, it's not exactly a new idea, but if it's not bad, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess.
0: I get it. The sequel will be all about, uh, it'll be G.I. Joe Operation Weather Dominator. Nice. As long as, so, as
3: long as Duke doesn't look like Shannon Tatum, I am okay with that.
0: <laughs> Whoa. So... so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's he's now now he's gonna <laughs> now he's gonna unsubscribe William thanks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no he no if you've heard him talk about it he'll probably give you. Story. <laughs> so if
0: we're if we were gonna rate the story now you, you you again you've played through most of it I don't want you to I don't want to give away too too much but you, give us a score between one to ten on the story. Well
3: I like the story I like the way it's told it's dull, it's got cinematics and full voice acting, but it's told basically in storybook format. Like, you have very dynamic, drawn, cinematic comic book panels. It's not animation, per se. Uh, But I think it's really stylized and really well-drawn. So it's not like a movie? What? I'm sorry?
2: It's not like a movie? Like, when they do the cinematics for, like, God of War?
3: No, nothing like (laughs) that. And I think they did that so that they could, um, and we'll talk about it later, but I think they did that so that they can accommodate more of um, multiplayer and other aspects of the game, so they have a little bit more space to play with. But if I was to write the story, I guess I would give it 7. It's not the greatest G.I. Joe story I've ever read. I've read all – I think my favorite G.I. Joe story of all time would have to be, like, some of the stuff from DOG 80's comic book run, maybe Attack on Springfield or Cobra Island. Like, I love that stuff. But it's a, solid, it's a solid story. I like it a lot. Just nothing mind-blowing about it. Okay. But it, it keeps you engaged? Oh, no, no, no. I've never, at any point in time, I've been, like, bored with it. I just, I actually I kind of enjoy it because now that, again, thanks to Joe, I've been exposed to so much lore, I kind of get a kick of trying to be like, I think I know what's going to happen next. And I want to say four out of five times, I've kind of figured out where the story's going. Okay. So
0: I guess hand-in-hand hand with the story, William, uh, the animation, the graphics, uh, what do these guys look like when they're on screen?
3: So obviously they're based on the current six-inch line that came out, so that's some nice brand synergy right there. Um, they, I want to say they, when when they're actually being controlled by you, they, they look fine because you're... It, the It's not first person, obviously, so you're not looking as as they're looking. You actually see the entire figure in front of you as you control it, so you're mostly seeing their back. Their back looks perfectly nice. Um, their animations are actually very fluid and nice. <laughs> um, okay,
0: so ten for characters back, yeah, <laughs> no,
3: yeah, you get, I mean, honestly, it, one thing I did pick up on I think that's really cool is that they took the time that each character has very subtle differences in how they move, um, which is something they didn't have to do, but it's really cool that they took the time to do that. Like, do for example, when he runs, he's a little more hunched over, a little more soldier-like. Roadblock, he's big and bulky, and he's just moving like a tank. And then Lady J, who's one of my other favorite characters in the game, she's more um, composed, and she's more methodical when she runs. Um, The actual characters you actually there's an option for you to actually check out the 360 of the characters. Um, They're okay. I want to say there's not a whole lot of detail to their faces, so there's that. But you, it's basically the same design you get in the in the six inch. So if you want to see them really well, just buy the toy, I guess.
0: (laughs) There you go. So the, the animation, William, if, if you were going to grade that out again, 1 one to 10, 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest, where would you grade that out compared to other games you play? Uh,
3: compared to other games, I think I'm going to have to give the animation a 6. But for me, it's a 6 with the caveat that I don't really care how a game looks like. It's more about how it feels and how it controls. Like if it controls, great. It can have the worst animations ever, Mm -hmm. and I'll still give the game a nine.
0: All right. Well, don't get ahead of us, man. Come on. We got a whole thing planned out here. We did homework on this.
3: Mm -hmm. Come on, man. No, I did homework on this.
0: All right. Aaron Dietrich, checking in to make sure you're awake. I'm still here. All right. Excellent. That's all he can ask.
4: homework I did for this, which was none. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you, you got you got real work. Your your time's coming. <laughs> you, you, you got your, your, your time. You, you'll be there. You'll be there. You'll be there. Right now it's Williams' time. That's right. It's it's, it's Big Bill time. Big Bill. Rugged Bill. <laughs> by
3: the way, Aaron. By the way, my brother is in town, and Daddy, he, happened yeah. to, he happened to find a particular Roma collectibles exclusive that I had hidden away. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I was not happy that he found it, but you know, the Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he found the Willie J. action figure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to save that for another time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, see the the mention of that caused Joe Colton's feed to cut out. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> no,
1: that's, that's, How bad uh, was. no, no, no. <laughs> she's getting married again.
0: <laughs> oh, crud! <laughs> she's again. Yeah, she's gonna miss <laughs> another two weeks. Then we have to learn a whole other whole other husband's name yeah man I hope he likes wrestling too
1: <laughs> he likes
3: wrestling and cots and C nuggs well,
0: and C nuggs always C nuggs so William the next step would be uh, the characters and the voice acting first off yeah. did you did did you like the character selection second off were they represented well by the voice actors in the game?
3: So as far as character goes, I got to tell you, I was, it, it's a bit of a um, more like, it's more, it's kind of like the a best of G.I. Joe, like almost all the characters you would expect to be there, the more popular ones are there. You got Duke, Scarlet, Roadblock. you have Cobra Commander, Baroness. Actually, I'll read up the whole list of, of characters that you can play. On the Joe side, you got Duke, you got Snake Eyes, you got Scarlet, Lady J, Roadblock. But here's the, here's the thing that really caught me off guard and, like, really kind of made me happy in a way. The final character on the Joe team that you can play is sci-fi, which was a bit of a – I didn't see that one coming, so that was kind of fun. And yeah, then that's, on the Cobra that's a little side, bit
0: of a left-field choice.
3: It really is. And his weapon, I'll talk about it in a second, but his weapon is really something out there, too. And then on the Cobra side, I think they played a little more safe. you got Cobra Commander, Storm Shadow, Firefly, Baroness, Destro, and Sartan. So a little safer. It would have been fun to see something like a little more out of let field like um uh God uh well, we, well, weasel maybe. So that something like that would have been kinda of weird and cool. Yeah, he just sits in a plane. I know, but this is the perfect time for him to actually do something. Outside, interrogator. outside plane. Yeah <laughs> the yeah. interrogator. You could have what done the that colors. You could have. <laughs> or even like a funky mind bender, I guess. I don't know. There you go. Um, the character selection is not, you know, it's nothing really crazy aside from sci-fi. The, the way they're designed is really, you know, based on the, on the current tour line. So, uh, if you like the current tour line, you're going to like the way they look. Um, as far as the voice acting goes, it's perfectly serviceable. Um, but I'm a big fan of the eighties cartoon, which I did actually watch as a kid. And I've become a big fan of, like I said, Resolute. It's my favorite animated G.I. Joe project. And I've recently even been re-watching Renegade. So this is a whole new set of voice actors. So it is jarring at first, the fact that you're like, oh, these sound nothing like the people I know. By the time you're into the third or fourth mission, honestly, you kind of start forgetting about it and you accept them pretty quickly. The exception, I think, is Roadblock. I think he's the only one that... If you are not on board with it when you first hear it, I don't think you're going to be on board with it the rest of the game. There's something about him. I don't know how to put it. He doesn't rhyme like he like the old '80s one. Um, he doesn't have the super deep voice from Renegades. He's kind of in the middle, which is odd to me.
0: Whoa. Okay. Somebody singing. No, very the dog.
3: light. tone None of that. Oh, I mean, it it's kind of baritone, but not really. Also, he he's a bit of a hothead, the way they wrote him in the game. And I'm more used to Roblox being a more composed Joe. Like, one of my favorite things is, as stupid as it is, just him and Cobra Commander talking in the 87 movie. Like, Cobra Commander was once a man, and Roblox just rhyming and being like, well, this is a weird day, but I'm just going to go with it. And this Roblox <laughs> was kind of like... More like the moment things went south, he kind of lost his cool. And I don't know. I, I I, thought he was a little underserved in the game. Also, I got to admit, I'm not exactly a fan of his design in the six-inch figure. From Wave 1, he's the only one I actually don't have. So I could be biased. But I did promise I'd be both biased and unbiased.
0: Uh, we, we don't, again, we don't care, man. Be biased all you want. That's why you're here giving a review for Crying Out Loud
3: thing I will say, the other thing I'll say on the Cobra side is uh, Cobra Commander sounds pretty much like he should. It's an impersonation of, you know, pretty much every Cobra Commander voice you've ever heard, so there's nothing wrong there. Um, Baroness is light on the European accent, but there's a little bit there, so it's perfectly fine. Destro sounds a little better than he looks because the animation, you know how it's weird because it's supposed to be a mask, but in animation, sometimes they just make it look like it's makeup or whatever, and they opted for more like the makeup route and that's always a little weird.
0: Okay. So again, yeah. here, if we were gonna give characters and voice acting a scale, a score, rather, on a scale of one to 10, where would you place that?
3: So again, it's all connected to the current section's line, and I'm biased because I spent a couple of years telling Joe and everybody who listened, I'm like, I think G.I. Joe would be cool if they had a six-inch toy line, because that's pretty much where all the Marvel stuff is right now. So I'm actually a big fan of that toy line and that Duke. i actually been looking at the boots trying to figure out how to make those, so that's fun. I'm going <laughs> to give them, uh, I'm going to give the character signs an eight, because I really like them, actually. I really like the toy line, so I like all the right. characters.
0: Char- characters and voice acting gets an eight.
3: So uh, I Yeah, I'm going to grade on a curve. I won't penalize them for roadblock.
0: Ah, eh, still. If it's one one bad character out of 12, that's still pretty good. Yeah. So now that the, the, the actual
3: triple hair. So uh, yeah, that's actually a good thing to bring up. Um I, I texted Joe the other day when when I finally made it to the first level, she shows up because She's fighting. She and Destro are, like, fighting me. Uh, And all of a sudden, the first time, they whoop my butt. And as I'm lying there with the game over screen, her character turns around. And I see just a ton of purple highlights in the back of the hair. And I just quickly just texted her. I'm like, I don't have one yet. Does your Baroness have all that purple in the hair? And she's like, no. And I'm like. Was that design that just didn't make it to the toy, or is that something that they decided to add to the game? I'm not quite sure.
0: We don't really know. We're thinking it's it's either was something that got swapped out by the time the toy came out, or it's something that's going to be on a a later like a general issue non exclusive Baron somewhere down the line. Oh.
3: We don't know. Yeah. I think that's the only the only thing so far I found were the. Uh, video game character differs from the toy almost all the other ones from what i've seen uh are pretty much the same some of them like some of the some of the characters that are in the game that have no toys yet i have to assume like so there's been hints obviously out there you guys covered this what the next wave might be They're lady j's in the game so i think that's a pretty solid confirmation that we might get a six inch lady j sooner rather than later um I don't know if I'm disappointed or not by the fact that her character design is so similar to what we already know. Um, Aside from like the weird boot armor or chin guards that pretty much every other character has and some accessories on the wrist, it's pretty much the 80s cartoon design. So I like that design, so I'm not disappointed. I just thought it was a weird choice to not Updated a little further, maybe not as much as they did Scarlet, but at least I like the what they did with Duke. i added a little bit, a little new design to like the classic look. So, that's and they added that, that.
0: They added that chest cut.
3: Wait, they, added, not- yeah, they added that chest cut. What <laughs> chest cut? <Beer? laughs> but they he has he has that really funky bandolier, so you only see like what you only see eighty percent of the chest cut. You don't see right. all of it. And then, and then, what about the back cut? Yeah, oh, I never worry about the back cut because I always have to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we got to get him out from behind the duck to to be showing off. <laughs> so good. showing off brutal chest cut and back cut and ch- and brutal back cut
1: can't have one without the other, baby.
0: Well, I mean, not not well anyway. <laughs> So moving on to the gameplay itself, William, the controls of the game when you are in there as your assortment of GI Joe soldiers, uh, how does it play? To
3: be honest to your what's on Joe mine audience, I will respect their intelligence and I will not belittle them by telling them the game is functional. <laughs> it is not. It's not. And I don't mean as a diss. I just want to say like it does exactly what it sets out to do, and I don't think it really shoots beyond that like you want what what they advertise is a third-person shooter and that and literally the controls for moving are perfectly serviceable and when you shoot the bullet 90 percent of the time goes where you want it to go and i don't mean that as a dis because there are shooting games where they really go crazy with the um spray and pray mechanics like this like basically where the bullet goes is all over the place and you have to buy upgrades in order to increase your accuracy and stuff like that this one, if you have a shotgun, well, you're going to get a scatter blast. If you have an assault rifle, the bullets go pretty much where you want them to. If you have a pistol that's, or a sniper rifle, that's pretty much 100% accuracy. So as far as that goes, it's honestly what I could hope for. I shoot and I hit the target almost always, which is nice. Um, as far as all other like little gameplay mechanics, every every single character has a special um, kind of like an ultimate move. So, and not 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 one of those ultimate moves is repeated. So, I will give the game props on that. And they're very focused on the character. It's not just something that they did out randomly. And they're just like, oh well, Duke's a soldier, so he should just shoot harder or something like that. No, like um, Scarlet's crossbow, which I made fun of it until I played it. I I don't I don't like it on the toy. I actually have her displayed holding uh two knives right now. There we go. I have her holding two knives. I don't like the crossbow design. I hate the fact that they modernize and try to make like laser crossbows or whatever. But I will say in the game it's all it almost one shots and one kills everything. And her special power up is that turn
0: Oh we lost now (laughs) he There we go. There we go.
3: Well sorta. Yep Oh, embarrassing that was embarrassing. i'm back uh Scar- <laughs> oh
0: it's gonna be like with phil isn't it he's just there's just gonna be a frozen picture of Phil there and we'll we're gonna have to pose next to it hey yeah. joe william got married <laughs> he'll be married he'll be married when he comes back in two weeks
2: yeah
1: Feels like I should
0: say something. <laughs> Aaron Dietrich, status check. I'm still here. Okay. Yay! All right. We'll let we'll let uh, William make his way back. I'll add <laughs> him back in when he pops back in.
2: <laughs> so funny.
0: Don't you love our little two bit slime show? It is just the best. <gasps> you, has your forehead been freed? Is that?
2: Oh yeah, it is was that, like tight. I was like, "Oh my eyes!" All
0: right. It really—I mean—never go to any pain on this. We don't—we don't need pain. We don't need.
4: But I cosplay is
0: pain. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, that thats why. Uh, you know, your your um your participation in it is about the same as mine. Yes. <laughs> I mean even Weber had to had to give himself extra articulation there. It's this thing's real uncomfortable. But I feel
1: kind of sexy.
0: So (laughs) Well, there's that. See, I don't need to dress up to feel kinda sexy. Right. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm too sexy. It's
1: too too
4: sexy. It's too sexy.
0: So, Aaron, we'll we will move headlong into your portion right. of the program.
4: Are we just saying Williams never coming back?
0: I mean, he might. <laughs> if, if if whatever he can wait till his we can, he can wait till the end of the, the run. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. get him in there. We were almost kind of done with him. It's like a yeah. it's like a a William intermission. Oh, <laughs> a Wilter mission. Wilter mission. I like
2: that. Yes, accent. He needs, We need a break. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a cheap shot, Joe Colton. Cheap shot. <laughs> cheap shot. I expect better of you. I don't. That's no. true. I, I really don't. I'm just Not trying to I make her.
1: Really...
0: Not in the least, no. She's she's breaking up too, so I mean it, it could we could be down to three very soon. Yeah. So Aaron, what's yes. going on All with right. this? What what's your what's your deal, man?
4: Yeah. Okay. So shortly after Joe Fest, I was hanging out with Chris Neal, who, another Joe dealer that everyone knows, probably the biggest one in America at the time. Um, and we were just kind of talking about upcoming events like we have CoilCon in the works, we have AR in the works. Uh, at the time, I had the Florida, the uh, Dirty South show in the works. And basically as we all know CoilCon canceled on us ar canceled on us and i was unable to make the florida event due to car trouble and so i wasn't able to drive down so it was one of those things where we got to talking about how we were missing the shows and with us being vendors and we do this for a living we were like we're, we're missing out on a little money here we're missing out on seeing our customers and our friends and uh Chris was the one who put brought up, he's like, well, why don't we put our own little show on? Let's try to do something to have an event where we can bring people in. He's like, just me and you in a room and go for it and figure out what we can do. And we kind of talked a little bit about where we could hold it, what we could do. And I don't know, for a, lot of the, a lot of your listeners I know have been to the toy department in Cincinnati, Ohio, or just north of Cincinnati in Fairfield. Uh, They have an old store that they've had basically they've been using for storage, about 1,600 square feet, that they were like, let's get everything out of the storage and just set up tables and we can do a little pop-up event there. And, you know, we talked about it for a while. Nothing came to happen. Then all of a sudden they called me and said, we're doing it. Are you in? And I said, sure. So what the event is is basically myself and the toy department. So myself, Roma Collectibles, and the Toy Department are putting on a G.I. Joe pop-up show for one weekend, November 7th and 8th, in Fairfield, Ohio, which is just about 25 minutes north of Cincinnati. And it's gonna be fun. We're we're basically bringing our entire G.I. Joe inventory with us to fill the room between him and I. Uh so if you've ever been to either a Joe Con or a Joe Fest or CoilCon or Any of the other number of G.I. Joe shows that we set up at AR, stuff like that, you know what type of inventory we have. We have some of the best the biggest. We have the rarest, the craziest stuff you can expect to find. We're bringing everything. So this pop-up will be insane. Um, And, you know, we joke, we're like, well, it's going to be the biggest G.I. Joe pop-up show in America. I think by default, because there's no other.
1: Yeah, number one. We're claiming
4: it, you know. Um, I know the finest is going to be there uh, collecting for charity. Like you know, our friends are going to be there for part of the uh, the Ohio chapter. What are they? The the eighth Corvus. I forget. The Dan's going to kill me on that one. I don't remember what it's called. close enough. But they're going to be there collecting charity for um, the Canines for Warriors, which is you know they're fantastic. They've gotten millions of dollars for them already, from what I can understand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tens of millions. Tens of millions. No, actually, I think, what was it? Did they just do 8,500 recently this year? They
1: just crossed crossed 8,000.
4: They just crossed 8,000 this year, which is phenomenal.
1: Yeah.
4: So, you know, kudos, Des. That's your group. Where are you? Which one am I looking? Well, no. You know. And um, so, yeah. that's. But like I said, we're basically, for one weekend, we're making a G.I. Joe store. And we can't wait to do it. Um, Expect everything. Like I said, between what Chris brings, what I bring, it's going to be insane. Pretty much everything you're looking for will be there. We'll have everything from, you know, the 80s and 90s vintage stuff, modern, the rarest of the modern stuff, uh, crazy prototypes, international stuff that most people don't even see unless it's online on like yojo.com. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. It should be interesting, <laughs> but anyways, if you want information on it, like I said, it's November seventh and eighth at in Fairfield, Ohio, at the toy department's old store, which is actually three doors down from their current location. The address is sixty six hundred Dixie Highway, Unit T, Fairfield, Ohio. So, Mike,
2: can we put that in the comments or in the description?
4: We can. I can
0: get that added once
4: we oh, get ready. done. I mean, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, find either Roma Collectibles or the Toy Department. We've been sharing it like crazy for the past few weeks since we came up with this idea. Um, but yeah, so like I said, if and if it's in the comments or just a link or something, that'd be awesome.
0: Absolutely, we'll get both for you once once it gets done. It was just I was pressed for time, so I we got the uh, yeah no, no worries. Yeah, we, we had the you. cut and paste version of the comments. So the comments yeah. will be different if you come back later. Yep.
1: Hey, given that uh, that there haven't been many cons this year because of the the, yeah. the and <laughs> that Joe fans who have money to spend haven't been able to spend it at Target, <laughs> I would think that a road trip to Cincinnati to buy some Joe stuff would be the best news of the year for Joe fans. It seems like, yeah, uh, the
4: the reception on it's been really positive from what we've heard. Uh, a lot of guys traveling from all over the country coming in, which kind of when we had the idea, we knew it would be something. Either it was like either we're gonna hang out all weekend together and have some fun, or it'll be an event that you know will happen and will do well. And we've got a lot of people traveling. I mean, I know some guys coming from California. Uh, all over the South, the Midwest area. I mean, Chicago. A um, bunch of guys from New Jersey are coming over in a group. Um, yeah, it's just—it's. I hate saying um constantly, but it's—we've got you know. But it's—it's it's one of those things where it does seem to be like a lot of the regular guys that you see who are active on Facebook and who are active in the community are coming, which is phenomenal. Just to be like, oh well, you know, here's a bunch of my old friends who. You know, we always said that the G.I. Joe conventions are always kind of like a little family reunion. It's one of those where we all get to see each other, you know, once or twice a year and we have a great time. We're hoping that that's what this is going to be, where we're just going to see a lot of familiar faces this that weekend
1: and a bunch of new ones, you know. so And, and it, might, things, it might be pop-up show number one, right? We'll see. We will
4: see. We, you know, we, we joke about that. We'll see how this weekend goes. <laughs> um, but I mean, if it works out, I wouldn't mind doing it again. You know, it's it's easy. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's it's worked out to we haven't had any hiccups
0: yet. Right. yet Logistically speaking, it's easy. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. then, you're, you're not moving your stuff very far. They're not moving yeah. their stuff very far, obviously. Right. They're
4: they're moving theirs about probably 80 feet, and I'm about an hour north of them. So,
1: but so uh,
0: now the big question. Is, of course, yeah. you know, you're you're on a show where week after week we we tell people, hey, wear your masks. Yeah. Uh, stay socially distant. Uh, don't go out unless you have to. Right. Um, you guys are very much on board with that stuff. I know yeah. your, your cousin Kenny is is rather infamous for kicking <laughs> people out of the toy department for not wearing masks. Right.
4: He is relentless. Uh, he actually we were actually there today dropping stuff off. And he had mentioned a guy walked in with the mask just on under his chin. And he went after him like a pit bull. Just, he's like, dude, we don't do that here either. You put it on your face, you're out of here, you know, type of deal. And it's great because he is, don't do that and he will be the one working the door uh, because we pop up, we can only limit about 10 to 15 people in at a time with the size of the event. Um, so there's going to be a lot of people either waiting outside or in their cars because they've got a program set up with their phone that'll beep when it's their time to come in, kind of like you see at restaurants, you know? And yeah. uh, he can't wait to sit at the door and just yell at people. <laughs> just, it's, so, I mean, and it does, it makes me feel safer, you know? Cause I, I have done a handful of shows this year and for the most part, they've all been very positive. Everyone is really on board with wearing masks. Everyone's on board with, you know, hand sanitizers at every table type of deal. So we're trying to keep that with this event as well. So, that's so the idea. safety first.
0: <laughs> yeah, give give everybody this this program where where people are waiting in their car. Let go into mm-hmm. that a little bit, just so okay. anybody who's thinking about making the trip, right? Is what not surprised by it when they get there.
4: What it is, it's just a it's a phone app basically that they handle. You don't have to download anything. You come to the store. You come to the door. You give them their name, and they'll basically be like, "We'll buzz you." when it's time for you to come inside. Um, So basically you can either go to your car, sit, you can actually go to the toy department a few doors down. There's a comic shop in the same park, in the same shopping center you can go to. And you'll just get a text message on your cell phone. So once your cell phone beeps and basically says, you know, come on in, you can come on over and they will, I guess you show them your phone and they check it and then they'll let you in. Like I said, it's just, it's basically like if you were to go to a restaurant and they give you one of those little buzzer things. You know, you just wait your 10, 15 minutes until, but like I said, because of the size of the room, I think we're going to start with allowing 10 people in at a time. If that seems to work okay, we'll let 15, depending on how many's in the family or who's in a group or what. Sure. So. Sure. But that, that's the plan.
2: <laughs> now, what if people leave and want to come back? Do they have to get back in line?
4: I believe so. Yeah. Unless it's like okay. running up a car to drop something off, and I need to come back in, I assume that's how it'll work. I'm, I'm okay. not sure. I'm just there to look pretty. <laughs> we know. We know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, do you have a chair for Justin Bell in front of the Sigma Six stuff? Do I have a chair?
4: Um, so he can just sit there and and look at Aaron? it. Yeah, I could bring one. I'll bring him a comfy one. Yeah. All
0: right. Awesome. So, give us the the date and the place, the address, one more time, Aaron. Right. That we'll get we'll get William back in there.
4: The date is November seventh and eighth, and they are their regular store hours, which I think the seventh is a Saturday, which is from eleven to seven, and then the eighth is Sunday, which is from noon to five. And then the address is 6600 Dixie Highway, Unit T, which is just in a shopping center. Trust me, you won't be able to miss it once you pull into the shopping center. It's right next to the Subbies or the subway, so that helps too. And it smells like sandwiches in there because it's right next door to it. <laughs> 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 hungry
2: hungry while shopping for toys.
0: Yep. So you yeah. You can have a good slab of fake meat and bread cake. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Can't beat fake meat and
3: bread cake. Oh, William J. Whoa,
2: Make he's back. That. Oh, it's
3: live. What it can happen when you're live. By the way, Joe, my mother says hello.
2: Hi. <laughs> she
3: didn't want to say hi to us. No. No, she doesn't know you. And besides, only one, only one of the hosts got married, so.
0: Look, man, you—you you and I are, are extended family, man. We're both from the island.
3: Uh, well, yeah, that is true. Even though neither one of us looked at it, it's not the same.
0: Uh, I, I'm from a lot of islands, but you know, that's—that's that's just one of the many.
3: <laughs> that's fine. I'm actually—I'm like—I'm sad. I, can't, I, I came back halfway through Aaron's uh, little thing, and I'm like, oh my god, I have some juice. I have some deuce. I still haven't collected. Feel like if I was there, I'd be able to find everything I need.
2: I mean, Uh, we've been known to get in the
3: car and just go. (laughs) The date, not this weekend. I'm still working.
0: I mean, Joe Joe works from home, so she's
3: flexible on that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. She has that option. I can give you a list. I can give you a chopping list. (laughs)
0: There we go. All right. So William. We're, we'll come back to Aaron. We'll get the we'll get the review from him at the very end of the show. We're we're, we're still on with you, man.
3: Oh yeah, we were talking about gameplay mechanics. We were talking, talking about, about was, gameplay mechanics. I was actually talking shit about um, Scarlet's crossbow, and I probably that's what happened. She that's is what an it was. Intelligence. She is an intelligence specialist, so I'm hoping she won't get angry at me. That's why I put her up there. Um, <laughs> no, like I was saying, every character has its own little thing. Um... Scarlet's little thing is that she'll hit a trigger on her crossbow, and the bolts that come out are super specialized. And if you weren't killing anything with one shot, you will after that. You get, like, maybe five shots out of it. But it's pretty much for boss fights. It's pretty much you can't beat it. It They get a little weird. Lady J, she'll grab one of her spears, plant it on the ground, and create an electrical field around you, kind of like an energy shield. So, oh. I mean, it's... It's nice because it's based on the on the spears, but it's weird because the spears never did that. So, um, wrapping or like bringing all back around, I would give the gameplay about a six and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with a six and a half.
0: I'm not Maybe I'm not doing, not doing fractions, man. Six or seven.
3: Oh my god! All right, hold on. I'll, I'll round round. Six, yeah, because I was uh, peer pressure. I rounded to the six. There you go. Thank
0: you, Joe Colton.
3: You're welcome.
0: All right. I'm here. And and last and certainly not least, uh, we've got the game mechanics
3: or the AI. Oh, AI. Um, I, I thought long and hard about what to say about the AI for this review, and I will read exactly verbatim what I wrote here. This is not Skynet. End quote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or if it was Skynet, we'd have a lot less to worry about.
3: I, I feel I feel good about myself whenever I finish playing, knowing that I have another day. Um, the best example I can give you is the game. The game. I don't think I actually got a chance to mention this. Um, you fight, you, there's a lot of you versus hordes. It's kind of the, the style of the gameplay and it's you, the living character fighting, um, robots, whether it be, if you're a Cobra character, you're fighting basically G.I. Joe robots, which I don't think they ever had before. Or if you're a G.I. Joe character, you're basically just destroying a whole new version of bat. Like there's several different versions of bats and they're all unique to the game. I don't, or if they're to one of the more modern versions of bats, I'm not familiar with them. But they're certainly not the 80s bats, I know, that's for sure. Um, I I was in a hallway once, and this is the best example I can give. I'm in a hallway pit down, there's maybe four bats against myself, I'm I'm low on ammo, I'm trying to take them out with headshots because that's how they can kill them. And I do have an AI partner with me, funny enough, it's Roadblock, Um, but I promise you Roadblock found the wall that he was looking at way more interesting than whatever I was doing at the
1: time. (laughs)
3: So that's what I'll say about the AI. I won't even wait for you to ask me. I'm giving the AI a four. Because it moves when I move. It, it, it at least knows to move when I move. So I'll say that much. And the game is designed for... And I think the game is meant to be played. uh Two players. You can beat the story with two characters. That's why usually the story is broken up between two man G.I. Joe teams. And I think that's how you can get the most enjoyment out of it. But unfortunately... Um, Joe's new uh, new uh, groom refuses to buy the game to play with me.
0: Oh, boo!
3: Boo! boo. a great boo. wedding, yeah.
0: All right, so I'm I'm using the pinnacle of video technology here, and uh, we've got your your composite aggregate score here. Oh, okay. Hang on. Hang on. Carry the one.
1: No fractions.
0: So right here, written on the finest of fast food napkins. Nice. Williams scores total 31. So if we multiply that by 2, that gives the game a 62%. Mm. Score 62. I mean, that's
3: a passing you know what? When I was in college, I, I, that was a passing grade.
0: Yeah, dude. D is D is for diploma, my friend. D is for so D is for damn. That's a good grade. Yeah. Right there. But that's not too bad. It sounds like uh, it. Uh, from what I've been reading, it, it gets a little repetitive at times. But if you're a fan of GI Joe, your people are generally happy with with the game itself.
3: I mean, I, I, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff I won't go into because I won't bore people with it. I also want to leave some stuff. If you do want to play it, I don't want to give everything away. There are some cool things. If you are a G.I. Joe fan, uh, I was giving you a gamer's perspective. If you are a G.I. Joe fan, this game has a lot of offer. I'm just showing off some of the backgrounds. Like You can collect some some rare cover arts, and they'll give you information on it. If you're a fan enough of G.I. Joe, I honestly oh, recommend you spend the um ten extra dollars They get the full version that gives you the art the digital art book and it gives you the soundtrack and the art book is chock full of information about character design and what the creators were thinking and if they modified some stuff and why they gave the characters the weapons they did cuz each character i didn't mention has their own specialized loadout there there's all there's more there's there's more stuff i think than, than i mentioned i think it's a decent game Definitely all right awesome
0: game. awesome so worth the 40 bucks
3: uh, y- y- yes barely barely <laughs> but yes no <laughs> pes- it's, it's worth pulling like teeth 30, on that one it's worth like 37.50 bottle grade upwards
0: fair enough <sighs> Fair enough. You were saying that uh, you, you got some bonuses by spending a little extra?
3: Yeah, I mean, certain things that you can get. You um, you get the soundtrack for the game, which is all original music, and then it's eight extra tracks that are just music based on the 80s cartoon, which, honestly, that makes me happy, because who doesn't want to have 80s music? And the art book gives a lot of um, information in, on what the designers were thinking, like why they gave the characters the weapons they did, um, it's also part of the interviews with some of the people who were making the toy so it'll tell you about, like, for example, inspirations they picked up uh, for Scarlet. They'll mention one little tidbit uh, as an example. Um, I think we're all familiar with the Sixth Inch Scarlet. They mentioned one of the inspirations for it was the Valor versus Venom, I think it is. Agent Scarlet, the one that had, like, more tactical look. I mean, I remember her being very lanky and weird, but they kind of chose what she was wearing as inspiration for this version. So I, I thought stuff like that really interesting. And actually, I didn't even mention the characters. Uh, once you beat the game, you unlock being able to play the game with new skins. You actually get to have some of the characters even have their original 80 skins. So that's cool, honestly. So that'll give me reason to play it again.
0: Nice. There you go. So there you have it, folks the William J. review of G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. And we do have a little bit of time left. Uh, we still got to eh, fifteen minutes or so. So what we'll do is open the floor up to Ms. Joe Colton. Yeah. Yes. You, you got to talk about uh, you got to talk about a couple Thursdays ago. We got to hear the details here. We got to know what happened. Lord knows uh, we didn't see any of it.
2: Um. <laughs> do you have? I don't like being on the big screen.
0: It's too bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, cuz you're you
2: have, so dry. Do you have pictures? Do you want me to send you pictures? I think you you, you saw pictures. Um, I saw it pictures was very lovely. lovely.
0: I get talk to the people at home, Joe Colton. People. They all
2: ah, want okay. to know. It was So there was Okay, first of all, there was a lot of crying. Like by men and women at the wedding. Um some people did not want to cry. Sarah? Uh, however, um, I got her crying, like falling, <laughs> uh, Maggie balled her eyes out. Even William cried.
3: Um, I, uh, I, and- I didn't
0: cry. <laughs> he, he moistened, he, he glistened a little from the eyes. He just,
3: he just so had weird. some he, leakage. You could see the sun reflect off the one.
2: <laughs> just the one. Cot <laughs> <Just the one. laughs> guy did cry. I'm sure. Um, but, um, so we had my, my parents on a separate Zoom call, um, because usually the, the mother of the bride in, in Greek culture, like, she gets to see the bride get ready, and that was just not going to be for everybody. Um, so she, you know, like, they, they do words of encouragement and, like, um, they just want to see you get ready. And so um, each girl put on a piece of jewelry. Um, the girls helped me get into my dress. And then um, the guys walked out the backyard. So we, so that morning, because it rained on Friday uh, or Thursday, we had the world's largest tarp that I found at, at uh, Home Depot. It was 40 feet by 60 feet. And Friday, when everything stopped raining, (laughs) it was like the size of a small baseball field. We got together. uh, Everybody had come over for the rehearsal. And literally, like, we sandwiched the tarp, I guess. Like, we we made it into, like, a funnel. And then, like, slowly, like, I don't know how we did this, but all ten of us were pulling the tarp to one edge of the backyard and started like emptying the water out and flooding the neighbor's yard. It was great. <laughs> um, 40,
0: by 60, 40 by 60 tarp says, it's all you can eat ribs at the reception is what that says.
2: It's a lot. Um. So the, yeah, it was, the food was really good at the reception. We had um steak and shrimp uh, with broccoli and pasta. Uh, and the pasta had like a, uh carb not a carbonara but a uh, alfredo sauce with um a bit of spice and lemon in it oh, it's
3: like ooh, their secret so there, uh, there was some cheese to it too oh my god
2: yes obviously yes it was a cheesy alfredo uh, but we got uh the catering was from a place near our house called topolino's we love going there and our favorite waiter uh came and, and did part of the serving so it was it was really fun um, I don't know. I I cried during my vows. I had like a long, long vows, and Wes had not as long vows because <laughs> he he's just not as talkative as me.
0: <laughs> I have you a lot cry, of feelings. You cry during, I like to like. You cry during everything. You cry during the opening to AEW Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear a denial there. I that's all I'm saying. I don't hear a denial.
2: Yeah, you guys made me cry at the end of Joe Con. That was awful. And then they made me talk, and I was like, I don't want to talk. Look at me. I'm a mess. And they were like, It's fine, you're gonna talk.
0: You know, you know who they never let talk. Yeah.
2: You why? Yes, you're better at
0: this. Nobody, Joe, knows uh, I, nobody knows I do a show because somebody doesn't plug it. That's true. Mm, 100%.
1: Joe, would you say there were two full pages of vows
0: right about there?
2: Yes. <laughs> so
0: if we were going to rate your wedding on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you put that?
2: Um, so I actually I really loved our wedding. Um, in the morning, the girls she, kind of got together. She's going to seriously, was, that <laughs> <She's> seriously <gonna laughs> answer that question.
0: She's seriously going to answer that question. Don't it. do it. I'm just making a joke. Don't do it.
1: Oh.
0: But see, You can talk about how much you enjoyed your wedding, but don't put a number on it.
3: Okay. It's okay, your well, special it day. It's your wedding. I'm the reviewer, so I can rate it. I can rate something else, too. <laughs>
2: um. So in the morning, so I wanted to spend time with, like, my closest girlfriends. And so we made, like, beignets and had um, uh, mimosas in the morning. And, like, we just kind of got to catch up uh, with everybody um, and see how everyone's doing. And then the girls went out, and we put, like, the backdrop and the tent together. Like, Maggie and Sarah did the tent together on, like, Friday or Thursday night. Um, And then Sarah and I flipped it because of the rain we flipped it upright we're in the rain trying to trying to fix the tent um but then we decorated the guys went out to ihop and then um the next day after the wedding the guys cleaned up um everything so it was it was just a really nice bonding moment the best part was that a lot of the people that we invited actually most of the people um, either quarantined, got tested and quarantined without us even asking for them to do that. Like they offered to, to go get tested and quarantined uh, for the week before our wedding, which was really nice. Um, and kind of relief, uh, to, to me cause I have an autoimmune disease. So it was, it was really, I don't know. It was very touching that people had actually thought to do that and, and considered us so it, it meant a lot. I'm not going to keep going because I'm going to tear up. <laughs> That's kind of
0: what we were shooting for here.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just a thought. Mark Weber. Yeah. Did you quarantine and get tested on the hopes that you would suddenly get invited?
1: I got friends in D.C.,
0: lots of them. I used to live in D.C. See? Like,
1: yeah. You know see? It's kind of like a football game, right? Like it's expensive to go. You can just sit back at your own house and just enjoy it from the comfort of your own home. In and, theory, and all—all all, uh, all kidding aside. When I don't know who it was, when somebody came on and said, "Guys, I don't know what to tell you," but ceremony's over. <laughs> nobody was upset. I mean, nobody was visibly upset or angry or said anything unhappy. And Wes's mom, who was on there, was so cool Mm -hmm. about it that it disarmed anybody else who was even a slightest bit upset or disappointed. They're like, that's the mother of the groom. And she's like, you know what? As long as
0: the ceremony went well, it's all good.
2: Yeah. And then everybody
0: everybody was like, I'll see it on tape. That'll be just like I'm watching it on the computer anyway. And a couple and, other mm-hmm. people echoed that right away. Said, "You know what? As long as they're
1: happy, it's a perfect day."
0: Yeah. And yeah, everybody did
1: that same way.
0: And for the record, Wes's mom also got in a shot on the honcho. Yeah, <laughs> because Mark, Mark, Mar- oh, yeah? Mark was Mark was in his big easy chair that you can't see all of right now,
1: oh,
0: and he he wasn't moving around very much. He was he was very still. You could just kind of see the top of his head. He was relaxing. And, I mean, Mark and I were, were trading text messages and stuff through there because we didn't want to – like, if it came on, we didn't want to be the ones who were talking. So yeah. him, him and me are, are swapping tests back and forth. And, and you know, it comes on, and, and they break the news that the, the ceremony's over and the feed just went down. And and Wes's mom is like, will somebody wake up, Mark? And we were like, <laughs> yeah! Oh. yeah!
1: Get that was the honcho! It. Yeah! Right? I roofed
0: the volume
1: and I just laid back like this. Yeah.
0: And that was literally like you could, he, he was kind of off to the side. So you could really only see the top of his head. Yeah. And uh, like, I, it was funny. Like I was even saying to Rob over here, like, I think, I think Mark's asleep. I think Mark is finally out. I think the honcho has gone down. Yeah. I figured the noise would wake me
1: up. But- anyway, any second now, I was gonna hear you know pomp and circumstance or bell's cannon or something, and it would spur me into motion. But,
0: <laughs> but
2: no one, no,
0: one more time from, from everybody, Joe Colton. Congratulations, we're, we're so happy you're so happy.
2: And, um, and- we are gonna have a video, and uh, one of our friends is actually, um, we did have. The photographer put cameras just in case the feed went down, um, and so we got we got to th- so thankfully. Um, you're saying you're saying that that was an
0: inside job, is what you're saying?
2: <laughs> no, I don't know what happened. There wasn't enough signal for the backyard, and I even got like an extender, but our it's not that our backyard is that big. It's just. There's a lot of woods, and we're near Andrews Air Force Base. So, well, we also had a helicopter and a plane go through the, like, awesome. going over our, our wedding. It's like, I was like, like oh, this is weird. Uh, but, yeah, there is going to be a video, and I will post the video or send it to you guys to see.
1: How'd you arrange and,
2: uh, it? Aaron, your mom you? wants to see it. I've already talked about
1: it. Yes. <laughs>
0: But, uh, yes, Joe Colton, and we're going to leave you on the big screen when, when we tell you that, again, we are happy for you and we love you. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: Thank you. <laughs> well, she's
0: <laughs> she's going to start crying. Yeah. So no, we'll she, change.
2: Some... I'm fine.
0: You sure? She thinks. Mm-hmm. She thinks.
2: I hate you so much. <laughs>
1: Mike and I weren't weren't that upset really because we were only focused on you and Wes's happiness. We are so happy for you too. I've yeah. been
0: through a crap marriage before.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't want any. You don't want any piece of that. No. No.
1: Joe. Joe. Who do you know in D.C. that arranged a jet flyover for your wedding? That's pretty awesome.
2: The Cheeto.
0: Anyways. Nice. (laughs) So we do have, we'll have one, we'll take an actual question from from the the group. Uh, Do you think Hasbro will make a Serpentor six inch figure for Cobra Island or Walmart Retro or a Hasbro Pulse release in the near future? Aaron Dietrich, you're a retailer. Tell us. Yes. That's just my (laughs) guess. Um
4: yep. but, <laughs> same here man. One of those things example to have a figure with a vehicle to overcharge us, right like <laughs> the business was. Right. So why not? You right? know, exclusive, add another nine, nine, ten dollars to it. We'll buy it if we can find them. Yeah. Usually a never. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just not on the network. Not the network.
3: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Mm. What, if, what if we end up getting a Cobra Commander painted in sprinter colors? Because we got to have a fourth one, apparently. Right. We've already had three. That's yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. So we'll bring well, it into the station. Aaron Dietrich, you got any shout outs? Um,
4: I mean, I would have, if it wasn't on uh, What's on Joe Mind, I would have plugged the damn show. Yeah. You can do uh, that anyway. Here, check them out. You know what's on Joe' mind on Facebook, Instagram? what uh, are you Podbean? What do you? Where do you? Where it's all that. It? Da- it's all down it's there. All on the bottom. Just read ahead. So always plug the damn show, right, William? Uh, I never do. I never do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I did on Roma Collectibles today.
0: I made sure of it. Those are the rules. Especially I I I plugged your- oh. the Roma Collectibles plug. See, that's how we do it. And and I labeled it Inception. Yeah, um, so
2: but no. I, I actually have people in other toy collecting groups telling me to plug the damn show, like, like.
4: And yet you still <laughs> don't. Become, why is that? Why are they telling you to do that? <laughs> it wouldn't be an issue if you did.
1: <laughs> but we still love you. Don't worry. If only yeah. there was some way. For Joe to get people to stop saying plug the damn show. If only if only there was something like within her own power to make this <laughs> ah. I almost made a t-shirt today out of masking
4: tape that they you know, plug the damn show, you know, real. Yeah, exactly. Much like
1: articulation
4: yeah, like there.
1: It's kind of my bit, Aaron.
0: I gotta be honest with you. I, I almost did, yeah. That's a. That's a.
1: That's you will be
2: happy. Battle. I did plug the damn show on go. a Star Trek panel.
1: How'd that go? And
2: over? a podcast, <laughs> it was great. They were like, "You collect GI Joes," and I was like, "Oh my god,
1: <laughs> weirdo!" Uh, ever been cursed, had you <laughs> ever been cursed in Klingon that much before? As when we dropped the GI <laughs> Joe reference at the Star Trek panel.
2: No, they were like, you dress like a Klingon and you collect G.I. Joe's. This is very strange.
3: We can't exist. She didn't at
0: least she didn't start talking about Jedi, because I'm sure they're tired of that by now. Yeah. But Aaron, you got any other shout-outs? Um yes. I mean, of
4: course I'm gonna plug my show. Yeah. The you know, the which is our little pop-up event that we're having, like we said, we've talked about already. I'm over here, Mark.
1: I got it. Uh,
4: <laughs> which, you know, of course, is as we said, November 7th and 8th in Fairfield, Ohio at the toy department. Eventually, there's going to be information down below or anywhere or just search for Roma Collectibles and the toy department online. You'll find us everywhere and you can find information on it there. Um, if there's anything else I need to plug. Um, I don't know. Not really. That's about it. Me. I'm awesome.
0: Aaron no Dietrich is awesome.
4: And, of course, my beautiful wife, Sarah, yeah. who, who will not be shown because she doesn't want to be on screen. Hand over. <laughs> yep. And my con wife, da- Joe.
1: <laughs> Love <Yeah>. you.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Okay. William J., you've got any shout out. on here. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm cutting know, him I off. Know.
0: He's done. He's done enough damage. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I I'm going to plug hit on Joe, too. You should go out. You should go out. You should go enjoy the show. You should go out there and you should buy a Duke action figure because Lord knows I can't go out there to do it. So someone should go buy a Duke action figure. Just
2: one or all of them.
3: I mean, don't don't buy Space Duke. I I think that one's stupid, but the other ones are cool. (laughs) Uh, Who else am I going to shout out? I don't know. I'll I'll shout out. Uh, also Aaron's wife, because Sarah was down here for the wedding, and she was cool to hang out with.
0: Hey, uh, William, I, I, I was seeing pictures there. You got your own lady friend there, didn't you?
3: <laughs> so that was fun. Go on. Well, because, Sarah, because Aaron and Sarah was around first, my Sarah had to be called Sarah Other or Other Sarah, which one they would settle on. I can't even remember. Point is, I made Sarah watch wrestling, so uh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> All it. right. I, I, I have no other plugs. I'll I, I guess I'll plug myself on on Instagram. No, no, what? stop talking. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Why not? Why not? William, where <laughs> Where
0: can people follow you on Instagram, Liam? William the J eighty
3: seven. Just because I post Joe stuff there. There's an awesome picture of me dressed like Cobra Commander. And Joe Spentor swinging me like on a little kitty thing. And I think that's a fun picture. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Colton,
2: shout out. Um, My con husband, Aaron. It's nice to see you. And I yeah. miss you. Uh, you guys, as always, because I love you. And thank you for coming to the wedding virtually, even though you didn't get to see it. Uh William for being an awesome best man. Uh and not and not losing the ring. That was
3: that was on the But you know what? I'm so good. I spoke to the photographer and we even had a plan if I did. So right. even, at, yeah. even at my worst, I was at my best.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh and we all yelled at William at the wedding.
3: Oh,
0: he- see that that needs to that needs to be on the William t shirt. Even at my worst, I'm at my best. <laughs> That's, good. That's good,
1: but nothing's better than don't buy the space duke. He's kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Two words. Space Duke. Have never been spoken.
2: <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> Uh my new husband who is awesome and um yeah. He's pretty pretty guy. I'll keep him around. Good. That's it.
0: Now buy him many space.
3: (laughs) I, it, I have yes, had many, yes. I've seen so many on eBay like fully sealed in the package and everything for only like 20, and I've just like passed, I'll pass on that.
1: <laughs> Mark Weber, shout outs. I want to give a shout out to my friend, Deb, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, for <laughs> always doing such a good job. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, to Joan West, congratulations on the wedding, and uh, kind of out of left field, uh, designer and a good friend I worked with at McFarland Toys, uh, Jason Gonzalez goes by Gonzo. He has a really cool Kickstarter up right now, uh, putting together, he's done a Lucha Libre comic called La Mano del Destino, and he's put it together as a trade paperback that is a flip book. So if you read it one way, oh. it's all in English, and if you flip it over and read it the other way, it's in Spanish. And it's oh. really, really cool read. So uh, I was gonna try to help him get past his goal because he was close, but he actually got hundred percent funded earlier today. But you oh, can out at Kickstarter. Uh just search La Mano del Destino and uh I think you'll like it. It's pretty cool.
3: That's all cool.
0: Yeah, Mark, send me the me? send me the link for that and I'll put it in the show notes when I do that edit.
3: I will. Yeah, I, out. I just thought I'd yeah. ask for a good one. Yeah. Oh, shout out Diana, since she brought Space for her cool job. Like I was just told yes. about it, i like, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Like, like,
0: and she can buy all the Space Dukes.
3: Yes. <laughs> and send them to she you can- one at a time. No, no, she can keep them. <laughs> she can keep them.
0: She ain't sending away a- no Dukes. She ain't <laughs> sending got- any away. No.
3: They- they've got a good head mold. She can keep them. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get that Duke.
1: If, if anybody doesn't know the specifics of that, Diana Davis, a pillar of the community and Duke fan number one, is mm-hmm. uh, working for IDW. In addition to being the best teacher in California, California and a uh, bu- bulldog and what bulldog collector and cat saver and regardless, mm-hmm. she's lending her talents to help uh, research on the Joe books. So. Could not yes. happen to a nice person, and and anything that keeps you know the books a little you know any of any book a little more in line is a good thing. So we're we're obviously happy for Diane.
0: Absolutely, excellent. And uh, my shout outs. First off, uh, you've been seeing him in the chat all day. Matt Rubin gets a big shout out. Um, we got all of the previous team stream episodes posted to our Podbean site. So they're all there in audio now for anybody who, who wants to stream us in the car or whatever, they can do that now. And that is almost 100% because of Matt Rubin and his efforts and his help uh, with getting those, convert, those video files converted to just their audio core. There's no other production there. So if you're going and, and you're expecting me to have the – uh you know, have the, the, the special effects box going. It's it's not, it's it's exactly what you see on the screen, just just without what you see on the screen. But again, so, folks were asking for that, and that is all about Matt Rubin. So give Matt Rubin your thanks
2: yes, uh, as far thank as that you,
0: goes. Absolutely.
2: So I had uh, a couple of guys asking me about that, and then I was like, I we're gonna be working on it. And then I got a PM today saying they're, they're driving into work listening to some of the new podcasts that have been uploaded. And I like I was like, great. And so he's like, I'm telling the rest of the guys that that we've got podcasts now. I was like, okay. They're all
0: there. They're
2: all there. All the yeah. team
0: streams are there.
2: Thank you.
0: Except for this one, because obviously we're not done with it yet. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, want to also give a shout out to Rack Time Rob, the latest edition of Racktime Time. Number twenty uh, was posted yesterday, uh, and it covers Snake Eyes Dead Game Number Two. Mm. So be kind to Rob because he's obviously qualifies for hazard pay now. Yep, because that book ain't no good. <laughs> mm. No, that uh, book ain't like, no good. So like uh,
1: to Sergeant Irizarry for falling
0: on that grenade for us. Right, right. It's, uh, it's a tough one, but uh, con- uh, continued thanks to Rob for providing uh, all new content for our Podbean feed in the form of Rack Time. Um, he's got a lot on his plate. He's a special ed teacher, uh, and with all the stuff that teachers are going through right now with this pandemic, that mm-hmm. is, it, it's no tall task to do what he does, even a very short podcast the way it is, you know, just five minutes a shot. Uh, but it's it's quite a bit, so uh, we absolutely are, are indebted to him for that one. Uh, to our guests, William J. Aaron Dietrich. Absolutely. I mean, William William uh, reached out to to Joe about doing a review for us. So thanks to you, sir. That's the it's. I love it when we have uh, folks who are proactive and have a project and. And, and want us to help get the word out. So William, I hope this uh, I hope this is the first of many. There we go. Aaron Dietrich, taking the ball for the community, trying to. Yes. Yeah. Hey man, that, that, that's a big deal. That that's uh, that's that's no small task. And and you know, I, I'm going to try to make it out. I'll I I can't promise you that I will. But, I would love to be there, yeah. But if if I don't, make sure you keep yourself safe. I will, yeah. and I'll wear my
4: What's on Joe Mind" shirt
0: and plug things. Oh, y- You know, that's a nice change of pace from some <laughs> guests.
1: Hey, and I know we're not – we don't have time for everybody to do what we got in this week, but, but? I, think, I think Joe Colton should probably show us what she got in, right? Is there ah. or,
0: She's not wearing it. There. There.
1: So. There.
0: Uh, that, that's not what we want. Oh, we're, oh, we're
2: oh my god. Woo. There we go. So there's diamonds on so it Yeah. Okay. So there's a ring on top and a ring on the bottom. So it's nice. I
3: like it.
1: There we can go. You, can you imagine how much more effective your throat punch is gonna be now? <laughs> with that on the nut? Oh, <gasps> special
3: edition darker boo.
2: What's on Joe Mine after dark? draw right. punches.
0: Proper techniques. But uh, that that's about all we got this time. We're actually gonna bring this in on time this week. Uh, so for our guests William J and Aaron Dietrich, uh, for my co-hosts Mark Weber and Joe Colton, the misses. Uh, I'm Mike Irissari. Uh be sure to be back next week next Thursday at 9 pm for another episode of the team stream. Uh, and please, uh, we do have election day coming up next Tuesday. If you haven't voted by now, get out and do so somewhere oh. between now and when the polls close Tuesday evening. Uh, by the time next time we do this, we we may very well have a a a change in leadership in the free world. For all we know, it, it, this could be a, you know, could be a historic week. So uh, keep yourself safe. Get out and vote. Keep your mask on. Uh, and exercise your free uh, freedom of choice uh, to keep yourself and your neighbors disease-free here in this pandemic. Uh, let's uh, get out. Let's do our civic duty. Let's show a little kindness, a little respect, and, and a little restraint. And uh, mm-hmm. and that's about it, man. Uh, everybody have a, a great rest of the night. We'll see you next week here on
1: Somebody Find Your Mind.
0: There we go. There we go. I didn't we didn't have to coach her too much that time. Isn't it great.
1: I was ready. <laughs>